Hi everyone, I'm Sandra Ingerman and I'm here in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I'm Renee Barabo and I'm coming to you live from Whidbey Island with the eagles and the rain and the wind and enjoying some time away. Yeah, that's really important. I, I don't do enough of that and, and I really appreciate um, my time in getting to know Renee, how, 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 how hard she works. It's unbelievable how hard she works, but then how she takes care of herself. Renee is a real role model for us <laughs> how to step back and not stay on 24 seven. And, and it's something I think that we all need to step into in our lives. <laughs> and, you know, I've been, ta I told you about those patches that I've been wearing and like, they're like, they're like, inspire me. Last night, I took my first walk when I was up here and I went down there and over to the other beach. And then I took a walk around the neighborhood. I must've walked, you know, four or five miles when all was said and done. And it didn't even feel like I had missed a, a, a beat. And then I was talking to one of the neighbors and I'm there like, so what do you do whenever the sun comes out, you take a walk? She's there, absolutely. You know, cause when you live in climates where there's like gray and rain, which is ideal when you're holding up to write another book, it's also a reminder that when the sun does come out or, you know, the, the wind was whipping last night, I went out and did this major wind bath down by the other, um, other dock. And it was like, there was one point and I was filming it for people to see the North wind blowing so strong. It almost mm -hmm. took me into the, <laughs> it almost took me right into the water. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Talk yeah. about getting a wind bath. It was like very encouraging. I, feel really clear after holding space with, you know, everything for the last nine weeks. And now I feel light and ready to write. Yeah, that's great. That's really great. Yeah, I've been, um, I've actually been spending more time indoors than I normally do. I normally uh, spend a lot of time in nature. But the thing that I most enjoy the most when I go outside now is to just feel the wind. I, I just feel the wind cleansing me of all this stuff and clearing me of, of everything. And I just stand and I, I just let myself take really deep breaths because um, I just feel like the wind is just, it just clears so much, you know? So. It's really our ally. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we talked about what we're talking about today though. So today yeah. we're going back to the future. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the beauty of shamanism is shamanism is a practice that uh, when shamans, for those of you who are new to the show and new to shamanism, just briefly, um, one of the definitions of a shaman is a shaman is a man or woman who um, journeys um, their soul takes flight, that's how it's called in the ethnographic literature, into what we call the transcendent realms where there are helping spirits waiting to guide us and, and, and provide healing help for us. And the thing about shamanism is that when we journey, we're outside of time. So we can go um, forward into the future which is what we're going to do today. We can go past, which Renee and I plan on, on doing um, on another show. 
And we, we can even go into multiple dimensions um, using this work and we can see if that's an interest and, and we can go there. And so ever since I started teaching Medicine for the Earth, Medicine for the Earth and Healing with Spiritual Light, the training that I, I do, and I just did one through Sounds True, and, um, and it's available on my website to buy. It's an amazing class of um, the personal work we have to do in order to shift what's happening on the planet. And it's all about um, most, there are many, there are different aspects of the class, but a huge part of my work that I call the medicine for the earth work and healing with spiritual light is how we're, we're part form, but we're also spiritual beings and we are spiritual light that's shining all the time. And when we get into that part of shining, that's how we heal ourselves, that's how we heal others, and, and, and that's how we heal the planet. So the exercise that I've been doing for over 20 years now has been to take people way into the future. I mean, after all the tragedy, after everything we're going through settles down and people are back living a life of harmony with nature again. And I've taught this journey all over the world. And the thing that's so fascinating to me is wherever I go around the world teaching this journey, people see the same thing. And, and the journey that I, I teach people how to do is how do people in the future use light and sound for healing and asking for something to bring back that everybody can use in their own lives or for their clients. And it's just incredible the information that um, people in the future are willing to share because there are descendants. And if you think about it, they're completely dependent on us getting it. If we don't get it now, what do we leave for them? So they, they're real allies. You talk about the wind being an ally. You talk about all the allies we have. Our descendants are real allies because they have to be. Their survival is dependent on us. And so um, we thought what we do today is um, uh, after Renee um, shares anything she would like to share on this topic is to go into the future and to ask for a message that we can all share on Facebook about um, what are the changes that we need to make in our lives that will leave a better future for our descendants. That's, that's interesting. I'm looking forward to this journey with you. One of the things that I just completed with the whole group of people was um, was starting to dissolve the linear timeline altogether. And we called it time bending, but what we did was we moved our linear map onto a cyclical map. And actually when we set goals for this year, we, instead of, instead of like putting them on you know, your day planner, we put them on a, a cyclical calendar that either and this is where people had options either correlated with the moons because one of the things that I learned in my wind walks, which I take frequently, is that uh, when we're looking for consistency in, you know, in our worldscape, which is constantly changing, 
the moon keeps continuing to go through these cycles every single cycle and so if if in order to really jump timelines we need something that's a common thread and so for me that became like okay the moon works because one of the things that happened to me over over this process was that i jumped timelines lots of people in the group jumped timelines and then i couldn't find anything in relationship to this timeline to things that i had been doing the month before and so i had to really reestablish like okay if i'm going to be playing in new timelines and new you know new paradigms in the future here uh, i i need a i need a linear thread because otherwise i'm functioning alone over here and i have to be able to go back and forth and maybe that's what the practical part about it is so that i had to start weaving weaving a pathway so that i know where i am at all times and if i'm going to be living on a different plateau which i believe a lot of us are happening to be doing then how do we relate to people who are not living in that same timeline or that same cyclical map that we're living in and it really becomes a whole new territory to navigate it sounds like <laughs> interesting work <laughs> well it was except that i couldn't find things and yeah. not being able to find things is a little unnerving until it all kind of settles out and but i wasn't alone in having this experience a, a lot of people had that similar type of experience they might have verbalized it a little differently yeah, well, the point that Renee is bringing up is very important because in shamanism um, and in most spiritual cultures, linear time is not recognized um, because uh, shamanism is a total nature-based practice. And so time is based on, as Renee was saying, cycles and, and different uh, changes in, in not just the moon, but the stars and watching the galaxies. And there was a lot that went on to seeing about changes based on weather patterns and, and also what was uh, changing in the sky. Um, and, but in our culture, we do kind of see things as uh, linear. And so in this particular journey, if we're ready for it, um, uh, we're gonna see ourselves going forward in time. We don't wanna get to uh, bring in too many complex, this is a, a, enough of a complex uh, uh, experience for some of you who never ever thought about journeying into the future or journeying into another timeline. So we'll keep it as simple as possible. <laughs> and so what we wanna do is, um, I know there are different theories out there, the planet's gone too far, all of this kind of stuff. But I can tell you in teaching this journey of journeying into the future, to ask for advanced healing methods um, that come from the future after all the turmoil and all the turbulence is done. Um, I have thousands and thousands of, of journeys from people all over the world who just report how beautiful life becomes and how there really aren't cities anymore. And there are some technology, but not used in the way that, that we think, but life has just become simple again, like it was back in the old shaman days. 
And we can see the need for that. You know, we need to get back to living a nature-based life. So what do our descendants, and I don't have children. Um, many of you uh, don't have children. It doesn't mean there aren't going to be descendants on the planet. So it doesn't matter what descendants we're actually talking about. We're, we're talking about groups of descendants uh, who will still be here after all the turbulence that we're experiencing now. And so in journeying, everything is around intention. And so before we journey, I'll have you um, start in a place in nature because um, typically in journeys, there's a transition from here to there. Whenever we journey, there's always a transition from here to there and there back to here. <laughs> And so we'll start with a place in nature as our starting place of here. And, um, and then your intention is what's going to take you. You don't need a helping spirit. It's all your intention. You're holding a really strong intention in your heart. Put it in your heart because your, your heart is your greatest guide of wanting to go into the future where a descendant or a group of descendants uh, who came through the turbulence, they, they're living in a different time, they're living a, a beautiful life connected to nature. What is a piece of advice? What is some wisdom that they can share with us about changes that we need to make in our life right now in order to thrive the coming times ahead? Because you can see what's coming ahead. So I'm just going to put on my eye curtain. As I say on every show, it just makes it a little bit easier for me to drum publicly. Um, it's how shamans also, it helps them go from here to there, because when your eyes are open drumming, you're always here. <laughs> okay, so, um, take a few deep breaths and go travel into your heart. so that you're really feeling your heartbeat connecting with the heartbeat of the earth. Remembering that the earth is 4.6 billion years old, so talk about a long cycle of life. We oftentimes see the cycle of life as so short, but when we look at the elements and we look at some of the living beings that have been here for millions of years, we realize that the cycle of life is very different than we oftentimes see it as. And so with your intention and connected to the heartbeat of the earth and the love that you have for the earth and all of life and for yourself and for your loved ones. Hold your intention to journey far into the future 
after all the turbulence has happened and meet up with a descendant or a group of descendants who's willing to share about their life with you. Introduce yourself to them as a friend. Learn about them, learn about their life and ask them for one piece of advice that you can come back to change your life and to share with your community. And I'll drum in silence as you do this. And now it's time to thank the descendants and it's time to return. Just retrace your steps back the same way that you came so that you're completely grounded after this journey. Retrace your steps now, knowing that you can always go back to these descendants. They're your allies and they're always going to help you. But it's time to retrace your steps now. Welcome back, everybody. That was fun. I hope that was an exciting journey for people. I did forget to start us at a park, but you get the point. Of, um, when you do your journey work, you always want to walk down a path to wherever you're going so that instead of feeling a little bit lost as Renee was sharing, you know the path, you walk there and then you turned around and you walk back. So I just wanted to add that little piece. Absolutely. It was interesting. They showed me that people are really doing the work now, that people are really, they're, they're doing that work and that uh, they took me in and showed me a cave with uh, lots of seeds and I was reminded of people who are saving seeds and, you know, the seed banks. And also 
the herbs that we're, we're keeping alive and, and stuff like that, which will become very useful at other, other time frames. And so the work that we do to save the, the rainforest and save those plants is important. So every little thing that we're doing, I just want to say when I jumped time, it wasn't that I couldn't find my way back. It was just that a lot of things that were in the other timeline weren't there. So, and yes, I'm an advanced journeyer and I know I, luckily I had, uh, one of the things that I had done was we had planned, we had, we had really unspun a gold yarn to take us so that we could go back and forth. So we had a, um, we had, we had this golden yarn that uh, Hulley had spun for us so we could go between time. So we always had the way back. Uh, but that, Sandra's right. You ought to always come back and be in your body. This is a body experience. So, well, that was fun, Sandra. I think that was a good, a good, good place to go. Yeah, and I'd like to also do this with ancestors because we actually have ancestors from tens of thousands of years who have written stories and written chants on what we need to do to, to, uh, to thrive during these times. And, and we always, we see posts of different quotes up on Facebook uh, coming from the ancestors. We see different pictures, but are we really listening to the message that we're getting? So um, it would be nice to compare what kind of information that we get from the future and what kind of information is coming from the past. So thank you everybody and blessings to you. And uh, we're always delighted when you tune into the Shaman's Cave and when you let people know about our show um, to go to shamanstv.com to learn more. And also makes, why don't you come over to the Shaman's Cave and let us know about what the ancestors from the future told us, told you if you want, if you're ready to share that kind of information. It's always great when we get those threads going where people share about their experience here. And uh, make sure you sign up over at shamanstv.com and you'll receive our, our weekly uh, update about what our new podcast is. So thank you all. And thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Renee. Have a beautiful day and evening, everyone. See you next week. Mm -hmm.